0: Welcome to Relationship Psych, the podcast, helping you understand how love turns to anger and even hate. Through the episodes, you will learn how to transform doomed relationships into exciting, intimate, and long-lasting partnerships. I'm your host, Amber Dawson. I'm a psychologist, author, and speaker. A few of my favorite things are my husband, Grapes my adorable little dog Riggs. Now let's learn how to create a soul-crushing love that lasts. Hit subscribe in your podcast app so that simply by listening, you can learn to create a strong relationship. Relationship Psych, the podcast, is not meant to diagnose, treat, prevent, or cure any mental health or relational issue. For treatment, talk to a mental health or relationship professional in your area. The truth about creating emotional intimacy. Two secrets behind getting him to open up. After hundreds of couples therapy sessions, there are a couple of big themes. One of them is the woman says she wants emotional intimacy many couples aren't different. Neither am I. In my early 20s, I went to couples counseling with my long-term partner. We started our, out our relationship very close, what I considered emotionally intimate. We would talk for hours, and when we would, were apart, we would text. To me, it felt so intimate. As time passed, we could hardly speak to each other. After threatening to break up with him, he suggested we go to couples therapy. One of the first things I said in couples therapy is that I wanted the emotional intimacy back. What the therapist said next shocked me. The therapist turned to my partner and said, do you know what emotional intimacy is? Now, I thought this was a little silly because I thought my partner knew since we had once had this beautiful connection. To my surprise, my partner said, no, he didn't even know what emotional intimacy was. So the first secret I learned when it comes to creating emotional intimacy is that many people do not even know what emotional intimacy is. And if they don't know, well, it's really hard to make changes to become more emotionally intimate. Now myself and many of my clients relate to this. They know their partner is asking for connection. Now they would do it if they knew how, but they don't know how. Did you know? that most married men actually consider their wife to be their best friend and closest confidant. Whereas women consider their girlfriends who who they share their thoughts and feelings with as their best friend. So a key takeaway here is even if your partner isn't as emotionally close or intimate as you would like them to be, maybe you are the closest person in their whole world and maybe this is the best your partner can give. And maybe they don't even know what it is so perhaps they really would like to make this change for you but it's really hard to make if you don't even know what emotional intimacy is the second secret i've learned over the course of working with hundreds of couples is that most people who want emotional intimacy create conditions that make their partner fearful to be intimate What does that mean let's use the tv show animal kingdom to help us out now if you haven't seen the tv show animal kingdom let's go through a little bit of backstory so kath is married to baz and baz was adopted at the age of 12 by smurf now smurf is this matriarchal overly loving criminal leader she grooms baz to be the leader of family robberies Now, Baz has this quiet and somewhat kind nature, making him really likable, but there's this manipulative and self-centered side to him. Now, Kath and Baz begin dating when they're teenagers and eventually marry. However, Kath becomes upset because she has to compete with Smurf. One day, Baz and Kath start talking about having another child. They're excited at the prospect. And one day, Kath attempts to have sex with Baz and he turns her down. She immediately accuses Baz that his reaction to turning her, down, turning her down has something to do with what Smurf has said. Now, she appears angry and accusatory, and rightly so, because Smurf did say something. But what Kat did, like many women, is they don't realize the raised voice, the accusatory tone, and the harsh words repel their partner, not pull their clo- partner close. In this episode, you see her deep deep hurt, her betrayal, and her desiring for her to connect with her, be first in his life, be the priority, and be loved. But with her voice, her tone, her accusation, she pushes him away. So the takeaway here, it's okay to feel hurt, unloved, disrespected, but if the goal is keeping him close, the environment you create in your pain will be the key to pulling him in or pushing him further away. So two secrets. The first, don't assume he knows what emotional intimacy is. Explain what you need. Don't say I need emotional intimacy because like my ex, he might be confused about what that is. Or let's say, say give some clues about what you want or even spell it out say let's talk about our first date. what you remember share one of your favorite memories with me or use questions that can open the heart i mean google questions to ask your partner there's thousands of them next set optimal conditions for it to feel safe to be close it's okay to be hurt by your partner but control your actions notice your partner's Notice who your partner likes and who they naturally get close to and how they're intimate with others. Notice the actions of these people or animals and take similar steps to see does it work for you too. For example, I had a client who noticed her husband murmured sweet words of affection to their dog. And so she looked at the dog's behavior and realized the dog never made her husband feel unsafe. Rather, the dog made her husband feel loved. Every day, her husband would come home and the dog would run and wag its tail and be warm, approachable, and and happy. And the husband, in turn, would pet the dog's ears and tell the dog how much she loved it. Another example is another client. She noticed that her husband was super expressive and close to their children. And like my other client, she noticed that her children would run to their father at the end of the day, they would hug him and snuggle on his lap. And the more they showed their father love and kind words, the more he reciprocated. Now, certainly relationships are two-way street. And it doesn't mean if your partner is truly doing something wrong that you always have to be acting like a puppy, super stoked to see them and wagging your tail or like the kids. However, if you want to pull them close, do, do engage in some positives, do make it feel safe to come in and manage your words, your tone, and how you express your displeasure. Because if we want that closeness, you know, we might feel really hurt, but if we can control our actions, we can make it safe to rekindle that connection that we really dream of. Thank you for tuning in to Relationship Psych, the podcast put on by Ember Relationship Psychology. If you're looking for more free relationship help or advice that comes straight from the couples therapy room, check out the free resources and the blog at www.emberrelationshippsychology.com.